Welcome to In Marketing This Week. I'm Andrew Carrier. Written for CEOs and other leaders in the financial sector, In Marketing This Week is a showcase for news likely to impact them, delivered with insight on why it matters and ideas on what to do about it. It's published from London every Sunday at six to give you a head start on the week. This week, love thy enemy. Why fighting against something will help you stand out. Let's dive in. What's new? Signal, the WhatsApp competitor that sells itself on privacy, wrote a blog post this week claiming their ads were blocked by Facebook and exposing how social media companies like Facebook operate. Signal writes, Companies like Facebook are building technology for your data to sell visibility into people and their lives. The way most of the internet works today endures because it is invisible. We created a multivariant targeted ad designed to show you the personal data that Facebook collects about you and sells access to. The ad would simply display some of the information collected about the viewer which the advertising platform uses. Being transparent about how ads use people's data is apparently enough to get you banned. In Facebook's world, the only acceptable usage is to hide what you're doing from your audience. Why does it matter? What was it Picasso said about great artists? Well, with Pablo to defend me, a lot of what I'm about to tell you is stolen from another marketeer I admire called Louis Grenier. Louis publishes the only podcast and newsletter that I know dedicated to differentiation. It's called Everyone Hates Marketers. Signal's blog post matters because it's a perfect example of one of the tenets of differentiation as taught by Louis. Pick a fight, choose an enemy. Before I go on, I must tell you that Facebook rejects the claims that it blocked the ads, and it seems Signal may have stretched the facts a little in order to score some PR points. If they did, they're going to have a major trust problem on their hands. But that's not something I want to get into this week. What's certainly true is that having an enemy gives you a story to tell, a purpose. It means you've got a reason to exist that people can easily understand and it serves as a way to start conversations about what makes you special. In doing so, it also pushes your audience into metaphorically getting off the fence. They have to take a side. And as any newspaper editor will tell you, conflict creates interest, so it gets you noticed. To be clear, your enemy doesn't need to be a competitor. Indeed, I'd argue it's better to avoid that if you can. You don't necessarily want to give them free publicity. Your enemy can be the status quo. It can be an inefficient incumbent system, an outdated technology model. What matters is, by defining your enemy, you're also defining what you stand for, and people readily relate to that. What's next? What action can we take? Your head of marketing should lead your positioning effort, and in doing so, it's her or his responsibility to differentiate you. That's one of the hardest challenges in marketing, not least in the financial sector, which is increasingly commoditized. But differentiate you must. When thinking about your purpose, I encourage you to define it in terms of what you're fighting against. What problem, broken system, inefficient incumbents are you delivering salvation from? The next challenge is how to articulate that in a way that is positive and aspirational for your clients. But that's a huge topic in itself, and it's one for another newsletter. 
Speaking of which, I hope you'll take the time to read the rest of this newsletter. If you do, you'll learn why the crusty old payment sector remains one of the most contested in finance, why wealth tech providers are mimicking their clients and consolidating, why there's definitely more to a brand than its name and logo, but it still helps to have a decent name and logo, why the CEO of JP Morgan couldn't care less that you don't like commuting, and finally, why ambitious boutique London wealth managers have created a Savile Row for wealth. I look forward to talking with you again next Sunday. In the meantime, I wish you a productive week.